0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to a Friday show. Man, this week went by fast. I wasn't paying attention and I missed, I'm, I was a few seconds late. I'm a slacker. <laughs> Let me, uh, uh, is this, there we go. Trying to get all, everything all set up. So welcome to a Break the Cycle with DSD. I'm your host, Dwayne. This is also a podcast. You can find it on all of the podcast directories, iTunes, Stitcher, yada, yada, all of them. And what I, I messed, I, I need to say this better. Yesterday, I, when I listened back to it, I said that uh, the um, podcast was on the Amazon thing, but it's Am, or Apple thing, but I meant Amazon Music. Uh, the Amazon Music thing, they've now started to have podcasts, and I'm listed on that. <laughs> So check it out. If you, if you do Amazon Music, they now have podcasts, which is pretty exciting stuff. Uh, the Next thing is uh, only a licensed professional can diagnose an individual with a personality disorder. So be very careful when you're going around and you're, you're figuring out what your ex is. Just you know, focus on the behaviors. Focus on the patterns, behaviors. Don't go around saying, I've diagnosed my ex with blah, blah, blah. I saw a comment the other day. Where a person basically said, I don't even call my ex a narcissist any, any, anymore, I just say they were toxic for me. And that's the reality, right? It's the behavioral patterns that is the issue, not the term. It would be nice if we could get a diagnosis so that people would uh, you know, believe us, <clears throat> and maybe it would help, but, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, The text notification, if you want to get a text notification that didn't go out this morning, dang it, you can do that by dialing, or not dialing, texting DSD Live to 844-598-0012. So, whoops, what did I do? Oh, yeah. Man, I'm having all (laughs) kinds... Let's see. Nope. (laughs) Oh, man. I hit the wrong button. I'm trying to... Trying to create other little things. The other thing I wanted to show is the phone lines are open. You can call into today's show at 1-424-373-5483 or 1-424-DSD-Live. The other thing I didn't mention is that I'm not a therapist, uh, nor do I play one on the internet. I'm an individual much like you who's been through a pretty tough situation and come out the other side. And I share that with you to hopefully give you hope, to give you a way forward to... Get your life back. Minimize the the effects of a toxic, abusive ex, and uh, and if you have kids, help help rebuild the relationship and hopefully help them break the cycle. Okay, let's see. Did I hit record this time? Yesterday, I forgot to hit record on my audio portion. Ah, all right. So let me just double check my notes because I was a little little scattered here. On, on my normal little stuff. Oh, if you're new and you haven't subscribed, please support the channel and support me by hitting the subscribe button. Hit the ring, the bell, set it to all so you get all the notifications. Make sure that your device is set to display notifications. Otherwise they won't work. Uh, yeah, I'd, be, I'd really appreciate that. I already mentioned the podcast and the Amazon thing. Oh, the You Get to Be You series. Excuse me. Uh, I if if I was if I have my dates and information correct, my episode airs tomorrow. So I hope you get a chance to check that out. The other thing, I, I sent a community uh, to, a community post tab community post tab to. Oh, I wonder if this is going to work. This is probably not going to work because I got to fix this part. So let me do this YouTube. If you go, I'll just do it this way. I was on the Divorced Advocate, Uh, there's my little notification about the podcast thing, the Divorced Advocate the other day, uh, on the Monday episode, episode number 12, it's a new channel, so I was interviewed by Jude, and uh, check it out, go and uh, take a listen, leave a comment, if you like the episode, give it a like, all that kind of good stuff, he's a new channel, I think he's got like 29... So, well, he's got a uh, YouTube channel and a podcast. So, if you're listening to this on the podcast, eh, I was on the Divorced ab- Advocate episode number twelve. So, check it out, and I'd love to hear what you uh, what you think about that. And let me just reset everything so that when I go back to it, uh, I did post this in the DSD Discord, but yesterday. I think I was finally able to isolate the problem, um, of the guest thing of bringing a Skype guest in. And I did a test with, uh, uh, spiritually empowered coaching, just a private test. Basically we've been planning on, she's done a series on, um, Amber Heard, the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial doing uh, an, uh, an analysis of the, of what's going on, what's being being uh, testified on in the in the case, and doing an analysis of the just the whole thing, and I think it's a it's an interesting train wreck of a story that really has some great examples of false allegations and flying monkeys, and just the behavioral traits of a since she's not diagnosed a highly toxic person. So we're going to do that right now, barring any problems. That's scheduled for Tuesday uh, next week. So if you guys are interested in that, or if you have any specific questions or comments, if you could uh, reply to this video or send me an email. If you're on Twitter, Leslie uh, from Spiritual Power Coaching has put a poll out there asking for discussion points so that we can... Uh, that That's what will be the... Uh, the premise of the Tuesday show next week. And I'll send some more information about that, like through the mailing list and stuff. So, so yeah, uh, let me get to my other notes. My, t- I was going to try to do some talking points today. I'm a little, little behind on that. Partly the thing talking about computer issues. Um, I tried to do something last night and locked my computer up doing a task for like three hours. So it really messed with my evening workflow so, a little behind the power curve. But hey, it's Friday. We made it through the week. Another week is down. We get to relax, hopefully. Hopefully you get to relax for the weekend. Have a nice cup of coffee. And just get ready for the next one. It's amazing. It's just like it's like week after week after week flies by. I mean, I remember when I started this show, I was like, "All right, two weeks, see how it works I'll do it for a month you know I'll run it through you know the uh, uh the uh, podcast series which I mean I mean before then it was like oh my god that's months you know that's a month over a month away and here here it is now it's like my episode should be publishing tomorrow and it's like wow where'd the time go the thing I'll say about that it's let's see I'm trying to see it th- trying to think about how to say this but back in the day whenever finished with court you know they they lay down the uh, the, the bad news on on how things are going to be for the you know for this foreseeable future easy for me to say and it felt like such a long time i'm like oh my god it's going to be Six six years before the first kid drops off, you know, eight or what, eight years after that. And it's just, it just seems so far away. And I remember, I remember, I remember thinking back then, how am I going to do this? How, how am I going to, how are, how is it going to work? How in the world am I going to survive this emotionally, mentally, financially, it was just it was just such a bleak view that I w- I was just like I, I just I couldn't see a pathway through the darkness. Now back then, what I did is I just got angry, and what I and when I, when I say angry, what I mean is, is I got I got angry that I wasn't going to just give up. I wasn't going to let that despair, that view of no future break me because I was I got to the point where I'm like this this chick my ex wants to break me wants me wants to just destroy me that's what it felt like and I'm not going to give her that victory I am not going to give up I am not going to stop I'm not going to go away I'm not going to walk away I'm not going to do something bad I'm going to just persevere because I I guess I had the belief. Well, initially it was like, I'm just not going to let you have your victory. I'm not going to let you just take everything and destroy everything. So part of it, I guess, and in some ways was just keeping her in California, not, not allowing her to move to the flyover States. As someone said the other day, and, uh, That was how I survived. And it's not a good way to survive, right? I mean, that was not on a positive mindset. It was just a defiance mindset. But over time, once I finally got tired of that, and I'm like, okay, I got to re-baseline my life. I got to do something different. Then things started to change. And it it was really weird because I remember at the beginning looking at it going, holy crap, I'm not, I really thought, I'm like, I'm not going to get my life back until I'm 54. I think that's whenever, 50, 54, 53. Somewhere around then, it's like it's going to take until then, until all the kids are off, and then you know even then I'm going to be you know, just trying to dig myself out of the financial hole. I won't be I mean, and it was just such a bad thing. You know, here I am. I'm not even at that point. You know a couple years or three or four years ago, I started feeling a lot better. I started enjoying life. I started finding joy in my my own peace. And I didn't think it would be be possible. You know, now I'm, I'm just grateful for, I'm grateful for the little things. I'm grateful for you guys. I'm grateful for being able to do this channel. I'm grateful for, you know, having a decent place to live, even though there's a big crack running through, <laughs> running through the house. Sometimes I think the house is going to break in half. But, uh, you know, I mean, I'm doing okay. And, and I think that's the key is you have to, you have to find your, your okay your peace to persevere through this. And then things just start turning around and getting better. Okay. So I see some stuff from, from moderator Debbie. Hold on. I'm trying to, Oh, that just scrolled up. So I'm trying to see if I can figure out what this is all about. Let's see. Uh, okay. Um, oh shoot! I need to look, make sure I'm on the on the number thing, so I can see when someone comes up. I'm I'm like disheveled today. I'm just I'm just uh, on, on operating on a, a reduced power. So okay. All right, so I'll I'll scroll up on, on on here. Hit hitting the wrong buttons over here. Okay, let me let me scroll back down and let's see what's going what's going on. All right, so Golden is talking about his problems or uh, their problems. It lost, says, I lost the battle. I don't even get to see my kids no more or talk to them. Uh, what else did they say? Then it goes on to say, the, the judge took away my access on false allegations from my ex, and it was court-ordered she won sole custody of the children. And I have so much stuff that I have to deal with, like fixing my back, getting myself back working, But the fact I've lost my kids and I can't see them for a while really hurts. So, you know, here's the deal. Sometimes things don't go the way we hope, the way we expect. But your comment right here, let me me scroll back up where you say, let me put this back on the screen, it says, I have so much stuff that I have to deal with, like fixing my back, getting myself back working. But the fact that I've lost my kids, and I can't see them for a while really hurts. Very true, right? I mean, and that's got to be a devastating defeat in this whole thing. But now what you have to do is you have to re baseline your life. You have to basically say, okay, I lost whatever the reason is, you know, whether it's just or unjust, You know, you were probably more than likely you took the bait like a lot of us do. Um, I was lucky that when I took the bait, the ex didn't really want to uh, play that card or was worried for some reason. My guess is she thought she already won, so she didn't think she needed to do that. But what you do now is you're like, okay. Okay. You know, what are the parameters? I mean, if you are completely barred from having any contact with them, <clears throat> first thing with your attorney, double check to make sure what your appeals re- options are. And if, and if that doesn't work, if uh, the appeal, if they say, oh no, there's no appeal, that's the way it is, then, uh, go check out the proper person, Alex Falcone on YouTube. He's got a ton of information about self-representation and doing appeals So look at that because I I say that first, just because a lot of times there's timelines that, uh, potentially that, that if you're going to appeal something, you have to do it in a timely fashion. So you need to look in that and find out what the dates are. Now, if you look on it and you find out that you have six months or a year to file it, then you can put it on pause and then go through the next stuff. But if, if it's a shorter term, file an appeal, get that process going and then immediately start working on yourself like you're talking about fixing your back and getting yourself back working, that's what you focus on. That becomes your priority. Because here's the thing, you, you're no good to, to yourself nor your kids if you're, if you're broken, mo- physically and emotionally. Then start, once you get that done, then you like you said, start working on getting a job. And then you just build on that You, you know, lather, rinse, and repeat, keep making small improvements. If you can get a therapist to help you deal with the issues with, with this, I mean, in my situation, I didn't get erased. It was close, but I didn't get erased, but I still was an emotional train wreck that needed help and support to get me through it. So I don't know, Golden, if you if you have a therapist, but I would encourage you to uh to find someone. Let me see if you put anything else out there. No, I don't see anything. And that's the thing. You 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 can't allow these people Hold me back up. The the court system's gonna do what it's gonna do. You know? Like I mentioned at the beginning, there's there's things uh, that you can do to like looking for appeals or looking for ways to say, "Hey, wait a minute, this is messed up." So research that. But you can't allow these people to just destroy your life. And I and I know just saying that can be like, well, they just did. And I felt that way before too. It's like I, I mean, and there's still repercussions for the situation I'm in. I can't retire, you know? I mean, I am I'm, I'm my future what I thought I was going to do, where I thought I was going to go, what I thought it was going to be is gone. And I could have made a decision years ago that that's what I was going to focus on. Like my dad basically did that. He he stayed focused on being angry, so it colored everything in the rest not the rest of his life, but cuz he's still here. But for decades affected his his life. Now is a time where you say okay, you know, I've been knocked down. What's my success story going to be? What am I going to do to change this to turn it into a positive when it feels like there's nothing there. And this is not easy. I'm not saying you just like, you know, oh, just just uh excuse me. You know, just, you know, just just have a coffee and and just take a deep breath and all will be well. Holy hell, I wish it worked that way. It doesn't. It takes a lot of perseverance. It takes a ton of work. And it takes a perspective uh, shift. So Golden says, yes, I have a therapist, but with Corona limited access, I don't have a lawyer. I've been self-representing myself for almost a year now. And there's a process with the back specialist. And and I'm scared that it's going to be too long of a process to get my life back on my feet and fight for my kids before it's finalized. See, you're you're dealing with the double whammy. I mean, I have back issues, so I have never had to have surgery. Um, that maybe at some point, I'm hoping i I try to minimize my chances for permanent damage. But um, my point is, is that whenever you're dealing with a physical injury plus all this other stuff, it can it is overwhelming. So here here's the thing, Golden. You know, you can do what you can do. Don't beat yourself up on what what you can't do. You know, break it up into chunks. If you're self-representing, if you're representing yourself, and you're not familiar with Alex Falcone, go check him out and find out what the minimal amount of paperwork you have to do to start the appeal process and throw it in there. Just get it in there so that it's moving. It's it's make going forward. I mean, technically, if you're if you're completely uh, if there's a restraining order, or I'm assuming that's what you're saying, is that you've been barred from being around the ex and the kids for either now or forever. If that's the case, then at least you don't have to deal with her. So focus on uh, on getting yourself well, setting the groundwork to mash the button on this, and get yourself going again. And I know, I mean, it's so, it's so weird, because when I say that, I know, I mean, I know how I felt. I know when, when someone would say, Hey man, it's going to be all right. And I'd be like, how the hell is it going to be all right? It's not gonna be all right. This is a, you know, I mean, everything's destroyed. Everything I spent 40, you know, four decades, 40 years, 40 plus years building has just been erased. You know, I'm, I'm getting older. I'm not in great health. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm doing, I'm more physically fit now than I have been probably in, Three decades but it, it didn't feel possible all it felt was that freaking pain that was in my chest that would never go away and then I was just lo- I mean and that's probably golden what you're doing is you're looking at it going holy crap I don't know how old you are how old are you golden don't throw that in the comments but you're probably looking at it going I'm x years old I'm gonna lose all this time I've been already run through the ringer all this stuff is st- stuck Look with the court and everything and you're looking at going, well, well, holy crap, you know, how do I start over? There's always an opportunity to start over. That opportunity ends whenever we end. So as long as you're still breathing and you're still moving, it's not, it's not over. Doesn't mean it's going to be what we always thought. My life's not what I thought, you know, I mean, you just have to keep pressing forward and realize that they're trying to break you. They're trying to destroy everything that's important to you. And uh, don't let them do it. You know, just, you, you, I mean, we get to decide if we're going to give up. All right, let me pull this up when it pops up. So 31-year-old, was in a relationship for almost 12 years, worked two full-time jobs, did everything I was supposed to. Then the moment I needed her, I was stabbed. uh, I was thrown under the bus. uh, I was turned. Well, I mean, one nice thing is 31 is, I mean, that's, uh, whoops, that did not go the way I anticipated. Now I'm having, let's see Great! I uh, come to find out, my little thing will scroll with my mouse. How awesome is that? So, one—I mean, I, so it means your kids have to be at least a, they're twelve or under. So that's still that's still time. Plus, it's time that they they knew you. I mean, the the, possi- the potential is is let's say you were an angry, frustrated person throughout the marriage, right? So that maybe the kids have a reason to feel that all the hype that's being put about how horrible you are is legit it's the same thing i went through you know i was the authoritative person in the relationship i was the the disciplinarian so i was the bad guy super easy to turn me into the bad guy i mean when i when this whole thing started the kids were scared you know my middle daughter trying to get attention from her mom was like i'm scared of daddy (laughs) i don't want to go there and then jump in my truck hi daddy how are you you know i mean just stupid stuff like that and uh it took me years to undo that, to to basically demonstrate with my own actions that I wasn't that guy. Well, I was that guy, but that I'm not that guy any longer. I mean, the reality is most of a lot of, I mean, so, okay, sometimes people just have hot fuses. I get that. Sometimes you're pushed so much and you're stressed out so much that you respond and react that way. I mean, that's kind of like my default action is I kind of have a tendency to go that way whenever I'm uh, tired or stressed super easy to manipulate me. So, and and I knew what was happening. I knew from my past experience dealing with this professionally dealing with narcissistic people. I mean, I knew what the ex was doing and it was still super hard to 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 take a step back and go, "Okay, I got to try something different." Oh, wait a minute. I thought I okay, I got confused. <laughs> I saw a comment. And I thought it was from, uh, from, uh, Golden. So anyways, Golden, I don't know if I lost my train of thought on that, but what I just enumerated, check on the appeal, figure your back out, start working, you know, um, on the therapy thing. See if your therapist will do tele teletherapy. A lot of places are doing that. Uh, that's what my son's currently doing because he can't go in. Um, Let's see here. Oh, I was turned out to be the bad guy. I had allegations after allegations thrown at me and she tried to take my place. She took everything and I'm having to rebuild from scratch. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. And I mean, the one good, the one positive that I see out of, out of everyone's experience on this is you basically get knocked all the way back down to go. So you get to start over. You get to pick the new direction you want to go. If there's a different life path you want to take, you get to take it. I mean, if everything's been taken from you, you get to start over. In some ways, I, I, I mean, I'm grateful for my situation. I'm grateful for my career. But at the same time, it's an albatross that makes it difficult for me to do other things. I wouldn't if I would have lost my job and she would have won and, and would have went to uh, you know went to the flyover states, and I had nothing tying me here. I would have done something different. I would have switched careers. I would have tried something new. As it stands right now, I got kind of like what they call it here is the golden handcuffs to where you have a career, you have a lifestyle, and but you don't have enough to be able to move past it. I was trying to. I mean, before the whole thing happened excuse me, I uh, I had a plan to retire the first day I could retire. I was putting money away. I was doing all the things to set it off. That's all been erased, all been erased. Uh, I don't even look anymore. I, I used to get really angry about it. Now it's just one of those things where I'm like, well, I'll just keep thinking about it later. I mean, at some point, I mean, okay, let me back up. I'm not just completely ignoring it. I'm, I'm, trying to move my little, I wouldn't even say chess pieces. I'm trying to move my little checker pieces in a position to where at some point I'll be okay. And I, and I think that'll happen, but that isn't going to be at 57. It's probably going to be 72. You know, if I'm still alive at 72 anyways. All right. Let me see what else is going on in the comments. Um, uh, okay. I'll grab this one. Uh, voice Volser. Volser asks, how do you deal with extra activities like instruments and the X saying daddy should pay for it, even though there is child support. All right, here's the deal. I, I have multiple thoughts on this I'll, I'll, and I'll go backwards. The first one is, does a court, court order say you have to pay it? More than likely for instruments, the answer is no. So you don't have to do it. Next part is, is are you so financially ruined that you're basically living on top ramen and you you're trying to figure out how in the world you're gonna even put gas in your car to get to work? If that's your situation, you're not required to pay it. Don't pay it. If the kids say, because obviously the kids always always get involved in this, you know, daddy, our mommy, daddy says that our Daddy, mommy says, sorry, in this situation that, uh, you know, I can't be in band because you don't, you know, you won't pay for half. And then you just say, Hey, sorry, you know, sorry, pumpkin, Um, I'd really love to, I just can't finances are really bad. Uh, you know, if your mom can't pay for it and I would not say if your mom won't take the $4,000 a month, I'm giving, you whatever it is, you know, and put it towards that. Don't go, don't go through that. they ain't going to help you. Because then they're going to go back to the mom, you know, whatever, to mommy and in that situation and say, daddy says this, you know, trust me, you'll have your opportunity to have those conversations at some point. And, uh, yeah. And then you get and say, no, third, third option or third phase of this is let's say you're doing okay. You know, it's annoying, you know, and you're looking at it going seriously, you know, you, you got whatever the situation is. I don't know. I don't remember Volser, what your situation specifically is. But, um, you know, you just, if you can, if you can make it happen, you make it happen. When I put my, my youngest, my youngest wanted to play soccer. I paid for that. Uh, or I came up with the money for that, I guess is a better way to put it. And when I had to get this stuff, I did it. I didn't ask the ex for it. Cause she had already freaked out. And it's like, you know, you're, you're committing a crime by signing signing our daughter up for soccer it says you can unless we agree i'm like <laughs> i'm like f you it said it doesn't say that it says that i can do what i want on my time you can do what on your time i already checked with the with the program and if you can't take them take her on her on the other time it's okay She'll miss some of the practices and she won't be able to go. She'll only be able to go to every other game. Okay. You know, she wants to do it. We're making it happen. If you don't want to support it, you know, I mean, I guess you could look at it and say, well, that was a dick move, Dwayne. You were just trying to make her look bad. No, I was trying to do what was right for my kid. And she was fighting it. Now, a few years into it, she finally did start taking her, but she still wouldn't pay anything. And I didn't push it. And she was getting a ton of money from me. That's my take. If the court order says you have to pay, then you have to pay. If uh, you don't have the money and you're completely financially ruined on this and, and coming up with the money for the instrument is not possible, then you don't do it. And the third thing is, is if it is possible, like let's say it's like, oh, well, the instrument's $100 a month and, you know, can you pay 50 and you have, you know, a $300 a month buffer? Well, then pay it. Because you're not doing it for the ex, you're doing it for your kid. We all know, we all know that the ex is manipulating the situation to, to screw with you. The kids don't know that. And honestly, I mean, and this is the, the, the advice that I very regularly pr- put out there. That you have to make your decisions on what you're going to do on what's best for you and your kid. Or basically, maybe you should say for your kid and for you. Don't think about how it affects the ex. Because that will just drive you crazy and make you angry. So now when I look at things, it's like, okay, what's the best decision that's going to be the best possible solution for me and my children? If that has a a secondary consequence or secondary effect that the ex benefits from it, I don't even think about that anymore. Because it's irrelevant. So, Volser, I hope that was uh, helpful. Let me see if you commented while I was talking about. Not half at all. Okay. Uh, let me see here. Now, I, I'm, this is a good point. So let me pull this up. Uh, Volser says, "I make that bigger." Just worried about the inch take a mile. Just again make the decision based on what's right for you and your kid. Your exes, our exes are inevitably, inevitably going to, to win and you know, win a lot of the battles. You're focusing on the war and how to win the hearts and minds going forward. That's the key. So yeah, they might make, take an inch, but you take, ultimately take the mile. Let's see here. John says to DSD, my kids say to me, dad, it takes a lot to raise two kids. Gee, who did they hear that from? Could it be a Satan? <laughs> That's funny. See, here's the thing, guys. You know, the kids are going to be put in the middle of it, even though technically they're not supposed to. Technically, they'll say that they're not. You know, I mean, we're going to do it too. We just got to be strategic about it and try to minimize it as much as possible. It's just a, it's tough. It's a tough situation, man. This show has not gone the way I, I had hoped. I was really hoping for, uh, a, uh, a more positive uplifting set of discussions. I do have a call coming in. So I'll grab that in a, in a moment as that's coming up. I was actually going to try to do a whole show just talking about positive stuff, talking about how lives have turned around. Oh, Jesus. Shane says uh, to John, John, uh, to, this is to John Boston, he goes, I can relate. My ex bought my son $130 Jordans for school and we split the expenses. So he, here's, the, here's the thing. You know, you're going to have, they are going to try to find every way to hurt you. Uh, especially when it's finances. I'll give you another example of that. Well, after I took the ex back to, or took her to small claims court for the medical, Guess get, and she paid one of them, guess what happened? She started taking the kids to everything that she possibly could. The good part is, is I had so many bills racked up that when she would go, oh, here's my monthly billing. Um, I spent uh, $100, so you owe me 50 you know? <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, awesome. Well, thank you for that. Uh, that's great. Um, I spent, you know, $650. So, uh, you owe me, th- uh, so that would have been three, you know, or whatever, I'll say $600. So that means you owe me 30. So yeah. So now you only owe me two fifty. Yeah. Would that be cash or card? <laughs> actually at one point when she was like, I can't afford that. I actually got one of those square space things and I'm like, Hey, I take credit card. Or that's what she said. She goes, well, you should have told me. So I had the opportunity to put it on a credit card. So being the smart ass that I am. Because I, I can be kind of a smart ass sometimes. I actually got to, squ- went to, what not Squarespace, Square Deal, Square, whatever. The one that you can go, you know, boop with your phone. And I got, a, I got one of those things set up. And I'm like, hey, I, I can take, um, you want to pay credit? You can pay me on credit. Um, I can come over right now. You can just swipe it. <laughs> Amazingly enough, she said no to that. Can you believe it? She's like, well, I can't afford that. So I'm going to have to pay you in installments. I'm like, all right, but you're going to pay me. She actually did pay for a couple of years. She paid until my, till our son turned, uh, uh, graduated high school and was off the dole. Then she stopped paying everything. She's like, well, I don't have the money anymore. And he was, whatever. And she still owes me money. I just, it's like one of those things where I just don't worry about it anymore. All right, with it being six thirty-eight, I am going to go to this return caller. I think. Let me. Uh, it says it's from Matt. I have a quick. Positive little 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 story, or had a quick. Po- Anyways, I'll just bring him on. Hold on. Hey, welcome back to the show. You
1: know, what's up, D? How you doing?
0: I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm trying to read everything. I figured I might as well just have you talk about it when you bring you on. So, what's going on?
1: No, I got something funny. You know, I know we're hearing uh, some stories here on the on the on the live chat. that are kind of scary. They're kind of sad. And you know, you got to remember what can happen and be thankful and try to avoid the, the pitfalls that can happen. Yeah. But <clears throat> I want to share there's a, a good little thing last night that happened to me at home between my son and my, my wife there. I um, was soon to be at the you ex know, in the divorce thing we're going through. Um, they were finishing up dinner in the dining room, and I was in the, the kitchen putting away leftovers and cleaning. And my wife says, you know, with her typical attitude, you know, you could have asked before putting things away. You don't, you don't even ask. Somebody might want seconds. So I say, you know, like you were saying with the credit card. I said, "Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want any more?" Well, no, but you could have asked. <laughs> okay, so you didn't want it. You didn't want to give me a hard time. Cool. That's fine. Um. Anyway, so then my my son that he's he's almost six. He says, "Oh, uh, He says, uh, "Mommy, yeah." What do you mean, Daddy? <laughs> what, what do you mean? What do you mean, me? Well, you're always telling him what to do and yelling at him. Well, Daddy yells at me too. Uh, well, I don't hear him yelling at you.
0: Oh my God, that's priceless.
1: <laughs> just that, that's all. That was the whole story.
0: That's then awesome, I man. I thought
1: it was gonna. I know. I, I, oh, geez, I you probably thought to her head to was
0: them. gonna gonna fly off, right? I mean, you're probably like, oh my God, the yeah. rage is coming.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So I, I turned it off in the sense that then I just said, I said, uh, I, I broke in the conversation. I said, oh, mommy made dinner tonight. It was really good. You know, just try to get off it. I was like, that was enough because I didn't want, she was going to keep going back and forth and then getting it. You know what I mean? Oh, I yeah, that yeah, was enough. And I was like, okay, you know. You
0: got, your, like, you oh, got your victory.
1: That
0: great? Like, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> it was really
1: good. It was, it's nice. Yeah. You know, it's nice when you, you know, it's the little things and the fact that they know. They know. They
0: do. They do. I mean, and I, I think you're right. Even at six years old, our kids see it. They're gonna struggle with it, but and they might not respond the way we would hope that they would respond. You know, I mean, I mean, shoot, probably your your what your hope would be that your son would just say, "Hey, you know what, mommy, I want to just live with daddy. You're too stressful." But the likelihood that they're gonna do that or start picking sides, I mean, they will pick sides out of survival. But just being able to have a uh, what I'm thinking about, or how am I trying to say it is, have have that that mature. Rational level of discernment to say, "Oh, okay, I can analyze this situation. This person's crazy. I need to be with the other one." Unfortunately, that doesn't normally happen. Yeah. But yeah,
1: hopefully, you won't have to. Hopefully, things someday will settle and we can be normal. I'm not I'm not betting on it, but you never know.
0: Well, you can. What what happens is, is we get to a point where we get to kind of like a, a like a almost like a stalemate. But if that stalemate is, you get to have good reoccurring interaction with your kids and you can build the relationship, then that's, that's a good situation, right? So, uh, yeah. and I, and I think you're online for that. I mean, I think even with everything that's going on, I don't see any reason why that's going to happen. you know, why anything other than that would happen. I mean, you're taking all, I mean, you're taking yeah, a lot I, I of don't... risk in the way you're doing it, but you're, t- you're doing the best scenario to, to set you up for the best opportunity for success, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We actually, I did have that meeting with the my attorney yesterday. It went really well. Really positive meeting was good because the last good. meeting I had, I was um, emotional. i mean, not crying, but I was emotional. and I was like kind of like raising my voice and I was like yeah. even swearing because I was frustrated. That, oh, yeah. Why is she doing this? It was a, it was a good meeting. We, we do have a judge now. We got assigned a judge.
0: Oh, uh, good. Okay. So, you know, so it's her, making progress.
1: Yeah, moving along.
0: Well, and you it sound better, but surely. Matt. I mean, we, we've had lots of conversations on the show. We've had, you know, d- d- on the Discord, if I remember correctly, and uh, in comments. And you sound pretty good today, man. Yeah,
1: good. I finally got an answer about, I know, I, I've talked about before, a big, <clears throat> a big, it's really minor considering other people's problems but that my wife kind of restricts my access to the bedtime rituals she always, yeah you know, i'm taking the bed you know blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. always bothered me and finally got an answer from my child i said does i can wait it out yes it's it, it, it sucks and it's bs but as long as it doesn't affect custody i don't know i don't know what her goal is it could be just to torture me or it could oh be that's probably tells, the- you know the courts or i i put in the bed at night so i'm his, old custodial. I'm his you know, caretaker. I put
0: him to bed at night.
1: No. And I thought said, does this matter vis-a-vis custody? Does anyone care about this at all? And he said, no. No, they don't, people, care. I don't care. To bed.
0: No, they'll, they'll so let... now they'll let ease my mind on that. <laughs> the, the way they will care about it is if they can use that argument point to, to, to squeeze more money out of you, yeah, they'll do that. But at the end of the day, it ain't going to make a difference. So...
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm there. She just, I mean, yeah. you want to know why I don't put them to bed at night? Because she, she stands at the, sta- at the, at the stairs and watches yeah. no, me No, I mean, to? you have I'm a good there. answer for
0: it, right? Oh. I, yeah. So, all right, man. Hey, thanks for, well, I appreciate, anyway. I appreciate you sharing a positive story. I was getting, I, I was, I, like I was saying earlier, I wanted this show to go a different direction and it, it's been a rough, one, it's been a rough one. So thanks for the, for the, uh, that little, that little nugget of, uh, of funniness. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you got it, man. All right.
0: Thanks for the show. Thanks. See, and then I see another, um, let's see, if hopefully I can pick this up. So thanks for calling. I appreciate that. Let me look for, where is it? Uh, Where is that comment? uh, Here we go. So bears, if you guys remember from a couple of days ago, if it pops up, Uh, had a court hearing and the update is I was awarded guardianship over my parents at the zoom court on Wednesday. My narc sibling tried to push through a visitation petition at the same time. We disagreed. I wonder if there's a second part of that. Uh, well, good for you bears. I know that's been one of those things you've been working on for a long time. So congratulations. That is, that is outstanding thanks for sharing that. I really appreciate it. that's good all right so I'm gonna look around let me see if there's anything else I already did did that one seeing if moderator Debbie has sent anything to me and appears as no so let me just look around on this uh, <laughs> I says you have to be a smart Alec I'll say smart Alec so. Okay, I don't understand. Let me see if I can figure this one out. So Autumn says, at what point does it become that you keep doing and become taken advantage of? Very frustrating. I, I think what, I'm not sure exactly what you're saying. Maybe I lost it in translation. But what I think, or at least how this worked out for me, is I finally just had to say, I can't keep doing this. If I keep trying to force things, I was talking about this the other day, If I keep trying to force things to go a certain way and it's not working, it's going to kill me. I mean, I was already having, you know, physical manifestations from all the stress and anxiety that I was going under, going under, going through that I was under. And it was, uh, uh, it just wasn't, that wasn't sustainable. And at some point we get up, wake up one day, and we just say, okay, enough is enough. Now, if you're saying you're being taken advantage of, I'm not sure. Like I said, I don't understand. I don't know the specifics. But let's say you're even in a relationship, and you're okay. I can give another example. For me, 20 years, 21 years into it, like I, I basically got up and I'm like, I'm done. I cannot live like this anymore. I can't live under this, this constant anxiety and stress. And and I didn't know it was emotional manipulation. I just. I was just like, I can't do this anymore. This can't be my entire life. I was so stressed, so so depressed, so just b- such a broken person that I knew, I knew that if I didn't at least try to have a better life, that the marriage was going to destroy me because it basically already had. And it was like, okay, I have to basically step off like that Indiana Jones movie. Remember whenever the one with his, the, like the third or fourth one, where it had uh, Sean Connery as his dad, and he's trying to get to the, uh, the, the, the cup Jesus drank out of. I can't remember what the hell it's called. But anyways, and he gets up there, and he's like, okay, he's reading this stuff, and it's like, you know, you have to have faith, or whatever it was. And, and ultimately, he has to step off the cliff, right? He has to have faith that, that, there's, that he's not going to just fall to his death. And it turns out that it was just a clear, uh, you know, whatever. It was a glass-bottom thing, and he was able to walk across it. You know, but but that's kind of where I was at. It was like I don't know what's on what's over this ledge, but I know I can't stay here. I have to have hope. And and I, I honestly, it was at the point where it's like, okay, things are so bad. I'm in such a bad state emotionally what the hell do i have to lose i'm already a broken person i'm already just at my wits end so how how much worse can it get well (laughs) some ways i i wasn't i wasn't expecting (laughs) i wasn't expecting what happened to happen however what i will say is that that leap of faith fundamentally changed my life and it got me to ultimately not a imme- well immediately actually immediately it did get me to a place of of peace i'm like oh my god i'm free so i had like a month or two where i was like okay you know all right this this is this is going to be okay and then you know whenever whenever the ex realized that i wasn't playing the same game anymore and that i was done oh my god oh my god the 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 crap that happened that fucking sent sorry that sent me into a tailspin that sent me just crashing back down and i could not believe what i was dealing with i'm like what the allegations the stories the 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 i'm entitled to this i mean it's like in an in an, in an instant you know the person i would have died for would have was trying to cut my throat and it was like w- what you know one of the things One of the things that was different for me than a lot of other people, I was talking to someone about this the other day. When I left, I didn't hate the ex. I was disappointed. I didn't like my life, but I didn't hate her. And so I still had love for her. I still had a little bit of hope that maybe something would change. And... That made the betrayal of trust so devastating because I was like, what? You know, it's like all the stuff I've done for you for two decades, you know, everything I've done to bend over backwards. And now you are trying to come out of, out of the woodwork with anything that you can use against me to freaking destroy me. And it was like, and it was like that realization that, Oh my God, this chick doesn't give a rat's ass about me and it was really hard so I mean I didn't even get a chance really to grieve the loss of the relationship I remember it's like you know I'm the first few days you know when I said okay we're done I mean I was upset I was sad and then it was like a freaking bomb went off and I was just like oh my god hey I gotta get back on my game face because I don't have time to sit here and worry about you know my little emotional feelings I gotta I'm at war now It was a tough time. I don't know if I don't know if I made my point on that. Let me just scroll down here and see what else we got going on. Uh, Oh, this is interesting. Tiffany says, uh, I, Dwayne, I've upped my customer service game with the experience of dealing with the X. Way to make it a positive, Tiffany. Awesome. Oh there we go lark says uh d s d cup of life or Ark of the Covenant there you go I haven't watched that movie in, in a long time now uh, let's see let's see let's see let's see let's see we okay i I'm going backwards so i got to figure out what some of these comments mean so so H says we have to keep fighting for the sake of these kids, which is true. The abuse they have to deal with for a, is for a lifetime. We have to help teach them ways to deal with it. Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing I think is a potential positive out of all of this, if you can glean positives, is that ultimately, if we do this right, if we play our cards right and we don't burn ourselves out, we're going to have an opportunity to demonstrate to our kids what an appropriate what, what's appropriate in a relationship, what love really looks like, not this, this abusive facade of love, and ultimately get to a point where they are able to discern that at a young age and be able to have healthy boundaries, be able to recognize, hey, this person is toxic. And hopefully minimize their involvement with these people. This is the reason why I think that for people who have, who have bad family of origins, like, you know, ding, 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 me, probably a lot of you guys out there. It's why your relationships are like two decades. Whereas other people, they fall for the trap. They fall for the love bombing and the mirroring because, you know, who the hell does that? They get married and then shortly afterwards it's like, holy hell you know, what, what? And they say, Oh no, done, done. I'm not new because they have health. They have a healthy representation of or healthy, healthy, a healthy, a healthy example of what a good relationship is. They see that this isn't it. And they're like, Oh hell no. I know what bad, I mean, I know what good is. This ain't good. And I'm not making excuses for it and let it go. That's why. Now, the problem is, is in those situations, you might already have a kid with them. You might already be having your anchor connected and you're, you're kind of stuck. That's why boys and girls take some time to don't have kids immediately. Get some time to make sure that who you're dealing with I mean, think about it. Uh, like I said, we're on Tuesday. I'm going we Leslie's going to come on, and we're going to talk about the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard thing. Imagine if they would have had a kid. If he would have had a kid with her, and on top of everything else, he was stuck having to deal with her on, on that. You know, I mean, I waited six years for us to have kids. In the back of my mind, I think I knew it was a problem, and I and I knew for me it was like I knew what I went through, and I didn't shit. Sorry, I just dawned on me. It's like, I knew what I went through, and I didn't want to do it. I didn't want my own kids to go through that. Guess what? I did it anyways. But we waited a long time to have kids. You know, I know for one part, I didn't want to have kids when I was in the military, because I knew that if I did, the likelihood of me getting out would have been too risky. But uh, no, we soon as anyways, you know, I wish that I would have been able to put two and two together. Technically, I did. I knew that it was a bad relationship. I knew that it was toxic. I just didn't want to believe it. I made excuses for it. Hold on a second. Lark says, "Uh, Dwayne, are there tactics to help detach from the pain and trauma to effectively do the fight for the kids? And what's just for yourself? And I shouldn't have picked that right at the end because I don't think I have enough time to to hit that. So Lark, what I'll do is I'll reattach that. Reattach? I'll reattach that one on Monday. So uh, tune in on Monday and we'll we'll grab Lark's comment on that and I'll make that the bit... Whoops. Let's see. How do I do this? How do I... Let me put it here. No, that didn't work. Can I put it here? Come on. I'm trying to save this. I'm now, now having all... Debbie, can you grab that comment that Lark made... Um, and put it in the text so that I can use it later. Uh, anyways, on that, I mean, not that we are we still got a couple of minutes left, but that one's a that one's a that one's a more involved question, and I want to give it more than a, a thirty second to two you know minute answer. The bomb of anyways. I'm just trying to scroll around, looking at trying to keep track of everything. Man, it was, it, this has been kind of, it's weird because the, the, the chat's actually not super fast today, but it's like, we've had a lot of stuff going on. I mean, it's already, uh, the show's, okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. So thanks for copying that. A lot of times, that's what'll happen if we get our backed up on stuff. We'll copy it, and then I'll I'll just use it for the next day. Yeah, the the hour does go by quick. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, well, let me start. Let me start wrapping things up. I'll say this: uh, sign if you can check out or sign up for the You Get to Be You series. Check out my episode, which should be airing tomorrow. If you're not on the mailing list, please go over and sign up for that. I will send an email out on that since it's happening. I I thought it was going to be during the week so that it'd be easier for me to say, Hey, today, here's the links. Um, You can uh, sign up for the, just to be on the mailing list. Uh, Just go over to the um, uh, website, the dadstrivingdivorce.com website. And just look for the join the, the newsletter. Just sign up there. And let's see. Let me go back over here. Uh-oh. There we go. <laughs> Things weren't working. So on that, guys. Thanks for hanging out with me on this Friday. I hope that this the the show turned around. It started off kind of on a dark edge. Uh, I didn't hear from Golden, so I hope that information helped. And uh, I appreciate the caller coming in and calling in with that funny anecdotal little tidbit that our kids absolutely do see what the heck's going on they know they know we just have to give them a space to feel comfortable with us so that they feel safe they still have open communications they're not trying to hide stuff from us and it takes a while takes a long time for that to happen so just you know we've had And bears thank you for sharing with uh your success Guys, there's a lot of time. I mean, I know on the first one it, was, it wasn't a great story, but you know, a lot of times things ultimately turn out okay. So just hold on to your hope and don't, don't give up. On that, thanks to all the channel members who helped make this show possible. They are listening on the screen. I can't read them fast enough, but I uh, appreciate your support. And if you would like to do that, uh, I'd really appreciate you becoming a channel member. On that, guys, have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you on Monday.